I thank Pastor Richard for his message that he gave a couple of weeks ago. Can we just thank him again? Wow. It was so powerful. It was so powerful. And I just, when I watched it, I thought, you know what? We need to take this to another level, and we need to actually take time and pray together. We do prayer Sunday evenings, which is canceled tonight, by the way, because of Trump Retreat. But we do do prayer Sunday evenings together corporately. But I just felt that we need to take time today as a church to pray together and to pray for certain things. So we're going to just continue to um, talk about prayer. And what I love to call prayer, what I, when I picture prayer, because I, I, you, know, you guys know me, I'm visual, I do lots of props and stuff like that. When I think about prayer, I think about it being hand-to-hand combat. Okay? So can you guys put your hands together like that? And it, let's say hand-to-hand combat. Hand-to-hand combat. This is what this is. This is combat. When we are praying, we are doing a battle. We are waging war on the enemy. And this right here, people, is our weapon. Hand-to-hand combat. So we're going to take prayer requests in a minute. We're going to take, we're going to, um, take time to pray. I'm going to read a couple of scripture verses this morning, and then we're just going to dive into the Lord's Prayer ever so quickly, because I want the majority of the service to be time for prayer. John 16, 33. It says, in this life, we will, this is a guarantee, we will have trouble. But, remember, after the but comes the truth, right? When we say the word but, when we're talking to somebody and we're like, well, I really like your dress, but (laughs) then the truth comes, right? I really liked whatever, but that's when we say what's actually the truth afterwards, the but. So after the but, take courage. I have overcome the world. Jesus has overcome the world. Ephesians 6, 12. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This is a battle we cannot fight physically. It doesn't matter, you know, oh, I'm really buff and I'm really strong and I can really fight this and I can do it. It doesn't matter. It matters how strong are you spiritually, and are you fighting hand-to-hand combat? Are you praying? That's how we fight, because the battle is in the spiritual realm. It's not something physical. It's not something tangible, okay? When you are upset with somebody, or you have a grievance against somebody, or they're irritating you somehow, don't be mad at them. Be mad at the devil. Because it's the enemy who is bringing that dissension, okay? Sin is a battle in the spiritual realm. The enemy is trying to take us down, and we need to fight with hand-to-hand combat. That is our weapon of defense. So we're going to talk about the Lord's Prayer today, and I'm going to read it, and then we're going to kind of just dissect it a little bit really quickly. So turn to Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13. Matthew chapter 6. Okay. This is Jesus talking. Then this is how you should pray. Our Father, 
in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So verse 9. We're just going to kind of pick this apart really quickly. Verse 9, Jesus tells us, this is how you should pray. Sometimes we, I shouldn't say sometimes, you know what, a lot of times, we struggle with how to pray. People are afraid to pray out loud. People are afraid to have other people hear them because, you know, we have some people who can pray so eloquently and lovely and with wonderful words and they sound like they wrote the Bible, like they just are like, Jesus, right, like, poof. And, and we sit back sometimes and we think, oh, I'm not as good as them. I can't pray like them. And we beat ourselves up and we think that our prayers are not important or our prayers are worthless or our prayers are just like menial. I used to be one of those people who would think that. And I've shared this story, I think, with some people before. But I can remember having time struggling with my prayer life and thinking, it's so lame. Like, when I talk to Jesus, I literally talk to him like I talk to you guys. And I would beat myself up because I would listen to prayers of people who would get up and they would pray and their, their words would be, like, 12 syllables long and I don't even have to get a dictionary to understand what are you talking about, how do you pray like that, how do you sound like music, like it's incredible, and here's me just like, so hey, how's it going? <laughs> And I was at a conference one time, a, a leadership conference, and we're kind of just having prayer time together, and, and one of the speakers comes over to me. They don't have a clue what's going on in my mind or in my heart. And, and she speaks over me, and she says, I just feel that God wants you to know that he loves all your silly little conversations that you have. He loves your time with him. He loves the way you talk to him. I lost it. Like, I mean, we're talking the messy, ugly cry. Like, snot comes out my nose cry. Like, it was bad. It was like full-on mascara, horror movie. Because I was so honored. Because she wouldn't have a clue. This was direct from God, where God was saying, Wendy, stop beating yourself up. I love our time together. And that's how God feels about you when you talk to him. He just wants you to talk to him. He doesn't care what words you use. You don't have to sit down with a dictionary and try to sound really mark. I mean, if that's you, that's great. But if it's not you, don't try to be. Just be you. And like we talked about last week, freedom. Dance like no one is watching. I can be even more undignified than this. Pray to God what is true and authentic to you. Just talk to him. This is how you should pray. So we need to, first of all, we need to 
acknowledge. So it says, our Father. And what I love about our Father is it's not us saying, my Father. It's our Father. It talks about having fellowship together, relationship together. We are in this together. We are a family. We are his kids, our Father. This isn't all about me, 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 me. This is us together. We join corporately. So when he teaches us how to pray, let's pray together corporately. Let's be united together in our prayers. Our Father. He is our Father. And maybe some of you are like, you know what? My earthly father was a horrible person. That may be so. But God is a father that will never disappoint, that will never leave you hanging high and dry, who will never leave you alone. He is your father, our father. And he is in heaven, our father in heaven. We are acknowledging where God is, that he reigns supreme over the entire universe. He is our creator, and we are acknowledging him. We are acknowledging where he is in the heavenly realms. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be your name, our Father, God. Our Father is hallowed. He is amazing. He is unique. He is set apart. There is no one like him. 1 Samuel 2.2 It says, There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Hallowed be thy name. So when we pray to God, whatever it sounds like for you, maybe you pray, God, your name is mighty, powerful, amazing. Or maybe your, your words are, God, you are like, wow. Maybe that's all you can get out. That's okay. We are acknowledging God. Verse 10, your kingdom come. We're not only praying, like we talked about today, until the Lord returns. We are praying for Christ's return. He's coming back for his people. We're praying for a new heaven, a new earth. But we're also praying for God's kingdom to form on this earth. So while we are still here on this earth, it doesn't mean that we get to come to church and sit in a pew and just wait it out. Okay, God, I'm good. We're good. I've got salvation. i got grace. I'm good. I'm just going to sit here in the waiting room until you come. No. We are to have all that we can do to see heaven come to earth so that we can form the kingdom here. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we're surrendering to God's will. Your will 
be done, Lord. Asking God to give us the strength to follow his will, not ours. That's what we've been talking about this whole time, about worshiping God, different ways to worship God. It's about his will, not our will, so that we can glorify him. Romans 12, 1 and 2 familiar portion of scripture. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper form of worship. When we extend God, when we say, God, your will is our will. I want to I surrender all to you. We sang about that this morning. Do not conform to the pattern of the world. The world will tell you, it's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. Do what you want. It's all about what feels good. Don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Thy will be done. Verse 11, give us today our daily bread. Deuteronomy 8.3, the second part of that verse, it says, man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. When we say, give us this day our daily bread, this is a request not only for physical food that helps us to sustain our physical bodies, but we're also asking if, God, if you can nourish our spiritual soul as well. God, can you take care of my spirit? Give me the spiritual food that I need every single day. God gives us his word. God, as I read your words, I take time in your word. Fill my spiritual being. Speak to me through your word. Give me the spiritual food that I need. Give us this day our daily bread. Christ is the bread of life. When we talk about the story of the woman at the well, and he says, you will never thirst again. He is the one who comes and fills us completely. Verse 12, this is the tough one. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. It's easy for us to say, God, forgive me. Maybe sometimes it's not, but on a whole, you know, God, forgive me for what I did. I know I shouldn't have done that. I'm really sorry. Can you forgive me? And God does. But how many times do we not extend that same forgiveness to other people? Verse 14 from Matthew 6. <coughs> For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive you of your sins. As much as we ask God for forgiveness of our sins, we need to extend that forgiveness to others. We cannot think that we are going to receive forgiveness if we are not willing to forgive as well. We need to forgive. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive others who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation. You see, temptation is a tool of the enemy, and it's used to get us to sin. That's one of his tools. Remember, we talked about we're battling against principalities, powers in the spiritual realm. He will bring temptation 
to us. But we have free will. God gave us free will. So we have to remember to keep God's promises in our mind. He promises to give us a way out. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will provide you a way out so you can endure it. When we say, lead us not into temptation, we are asking God to make us aware of whatever the sin is that we are being tempted to do. And God will always give you a way out. There's always that line, that moment, where you're over here and the line's here and you're tempted. Tempted to gossip, tempted to post something on social media, tempted to message somebody that you shouldn't be, tempted to do something, tempted to let your eyes stay longer than where they should stay. Y'all get me, right? There's always a moment where God's going to make you aware. And he will always give you that, don't go there, that little voice inside of you. And you choose whether you're going to walk over the line or not. Because we have free will. But we can ask God, make me aware. Make those antennas even more alert for when those temptations come. That I will hear your voice and stay away from those temptations. But deliver us from evil. In times where we fall and maybe we fail God, we can be delivered from sin. We can be delivered from evil. We can have a way of forgiveness. 2 Thessalonians 3.3 3, But the Lord is faithful. Who shall establish you and keep you from evil? God's grace and his mercy is new every single day. Because we mess up. Maybe it's just me, but we mess up on a daily. I'm pretty sure I have moments on a daily. But God's mercies are new every single day. We can have forgiveness from sin. So let's say it all together, the Our Father. Can we do that this morning? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen? We are going to take some time today to pray. Mackenzie, I didn't, is she in the room or is she? Okay. Um, do we have a key? Do you want to just, we just need some background music. I, this is totally on the fly and I'm sorry. We need mood music. We're going to take some time to pray this morning. And if you have requests that you want to put on the board, I encourage you to do so. We've got a microphone here that we're going to have um, people come and pray. And I just ask that you just, just stand by the mic. We don't want to keep holding it. We want to um, try to keep in protocol as best as we can. But we're going to take some time to pray. 
And I'm just going to encourage everyone right now. Let's not worry about what other people are thinking and what do I sound like and, and, and do I sound eloquent? Do I not sound eloquent? This is, this is between us and God. He just wants us to have a relationship with him. He just wants us to communicate with him. That's all he wants. It doesn't have to be perfect. But there's power in prayer. Remember Pastor Richard said taught us there's power in prayer. There's power in prayer. And there is power when we pray together in unity together. So we're going to start off this morning and I'm going to invite Pam to come up. And Pam's going to pray for our kids who are in kids church right now. For the kids in the nursery right now. And, I, and kids parents as well because let me tell you, I would not want to be raising kids right like, the stuff that's going on in the world, I, I don't even know how you parents maneuver through this. If you are parents of young kids right now, school age, you know what, you got kids who are, are still, you know, Sandra, even you, like your kids and, 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 and Lisa, your kids, they're still your kids and they're in school and they're bombarded by evil. If that's you today, I'm gonna get you to stand. And as Pam is praying, open your arms up and receive from God today. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, thank you for our precious babies, Lord. Thank you for giving us the privilege to raise them. And the patience, Lord, that only comes from you, Lord. We continue to look at your guidance, Lord, for each of our children, Lord, irregardless of their age, whether they're a few months old, Lord, or if they're 50 years old, Lord, it really doesn't matter. Thank you for each person here, whether they're a parent, an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, a friend of the family, Lord. Every single person here is important to every single child in this building. Thank you for the fact that our worship, the children can see, when we listen to Pastor Wendy, our children can see. And the fact that they're taking in every single thing that we do, Lord, in honor for you. And we pray that our children see that we love you, Lord, and that you love them. And no matter what they do, Lord, that you love them. We thank you, Lord, thank you, for the preciousness of yes, your souls thank you, and your eyes, Lord. And the ears that they listen to you and their hearts be open to every single thing that you show them, Lord. And that they're able to dream big dreams yes, in God. your Lord, Lord. Yes, God. We thank you for the, the teachers and everybody in leadership here, Lord, who has a vision for the children's ministries here at Cedarview. Yes, God. And those people who are listening online, Lord. We all have difficulties with children. It doesn't matter if you're coming to church or praying or at home listening to us today. We all have difficulties. And thank you for the opportunity for us to bring everything to you, Jesus. Because we know that when you're in our car, Lord, you're able to help us guide these little lives. We ask everything in your name. Amen. 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 
I'm going to invite Marie to come up, and she's going to pray for our teenagers. So if you've got a teen, I'm going to encourage you to stand and receive this prayer right now. She's going to pray for our new youth pastor who's to come. God knows. We don't know, but God knows. She's going to pray for Tara and for Curtis, who are leading our teens right now in this time of transition. So if you have a teen this morning, I encourage you to stand and receive this prayer this morning. She's going to pray for our Trunk or Treat event. This isn't just about giving candy out. This is about making connections with our community. We're going to pray that tonight when parents come and we hand them a coffee, that we get to have conversation with them, that we get to encourage them, that we get to love on them in a practical way. So can we just join together and pray for our event tonight and for our community? Bonnie, thank you.
ask Pastor Richard to come and pray over our missionaries that we are supporting. The ones in Turkey, we won't, for protection, we can't say their names, but the ones in Turkey, we pray for our missionaries in the Dominican Republic, and we pray for our northern pastor uh, and his wife, that God would just honor them. So Pastor Richard, would you come and just pray over our missionaries that this church supports? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Still over here, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the praise. We give you glory. We thank you for the privilege even to come before you to pray. We commit our missionary of the Lord, we know every each of them, their families, both in Dominican, both in Turkey, and the rest. We pray for all the workers, the evangelists, the prophets, the teachers, those who are sent to deliver the word to, to, to nations, to, to communities. Lord, we pray for your power over them. We pray for your touch in the name of yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Without you, there is nothing we can accomplish. Lord, we need that help. We need that, that power. Yes, we God. need the option of the Holy Ghost. Yes, amen. To deliver your will. Hallelujah. Lord, we pray for the lost souls.
So we're going to do that, and then when we're finished with that, we're going to do something fun. about it. We are going to take time to pray in different languages. I want to celebrate the different cultures we have in our little church right here. Because when we get to heaven, it ain't going to be all English. We can tell it. is going to be a beautiful array of color, sound. It's going to be mind-boggling. So I want you, if you are able, to speak in a different language. And I'm, I'm kind of giving you time to think about it because I told my mom she's going to pray in Dutch. And she said, okay, i, I got to work on my Dutch. <laughs> so I'm going to preface it now so you can kind of just gather your thoughts. I don't care if you can speak French, but you're not French. It doesn't matter. If you can speak another language, we're going to take some time after to pray in different languages. And if somebody comes up and prays in a language that you speak, it's okay. You can still come up. Deal? There's requests on the board. Let's just take a minute. And I encourage our church congregation, please. Let's pray. So take a request.
Mercy. Amen.